Welcome MyDearBrother.com and MyDearSister.com. The answer for our faith concerning healing in Jesus Christ. Receive your healing. Case study. Press in and take it. A woman who had the hemorrhage for 12 years had endured much at the hands of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was not helped at all, but rather had grown worse. And after hearing about Jesus, she came up in the crowd behind him and touched his cloak, for she thought, if I just touch his garment, I will get well. Immediately the flow of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Immediately Jesus perceiving himself that the power proceeding from him had gone forth, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing in on you? And you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see the woman who had done this. But the woman, fearing and trembling, aware of what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And when he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Sometimes we must come to our end and all, you know, or before we receive healing or receive anything from God. Well, all we can do now is pray. All we can do now is trust God. Well, that should have been the first thing we did was pray. The first thing we should do is trust God. Here it is. A woman who had a hemorrhage for 12 years and had endured much at the hands of many physicians. So she went to all the doctors and had spent all that she had, worn out health care. It was not helped at all, but had rather grown worse. He was sick for 12 years, tried everything, no help from the current healthcare system, spent her wealth trying to get well. You know, in your younger years, you, you know, you spend your health trying to get wealth. In your older years, you try to, you know, spend your wealth to get back your health. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Faith starts where the flesh surrenders. You've got to come to a point where say, you cannot do this. I cannot do this on my own. There's nothing wrong with going to doctors or going to hospitals and take medicine. We're going to talk about that later on. But that should not be the first thing. In fact, if that is the first thing you do without praying, without trusting God, then you are, then you are well, offending God. You are, not, you are saying that he's not first. You're saying that he can't do the job. We're going to get more into that later on. It says, For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, to hew for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. Jeremiah 2.13 We not only do that by trying to have a holy life or trying to live our life without God, but we do that with everything. Even if our healing, we're trying to get healing here, trying to take, if you're not going to the doctor, you're trying to take all this alternative medicine or alternative treatments without ever seeking God, without first ever coming to Him and seeing what we need to do. He might tell you, you go dip in the Jordan seven times, you'll be healed whole lot better than taking a bunch of pills or he may not he may take you tell you to take those pills he may tell you to take you know chemotherapy he may tell you to take those things and we're going to talk more about that so don't lose faith here stick with me stick with this healing receive your healing today but what he's saying here is we shouldn't do things without him we shouldn't lead to our own understanding we should always go to him first and foremost so hearing about jesus she came up in the crowd behind him and touched his cloak for she thought if I just touch his garments, I will get well. Let's read this again. Hearing about Jesus, so we got to hear about Jesus. All these stories are the same. We all got to come to Jesus. You don't come to Jesus, you're just not receiving it. There is no other way. Jesus is the way, the truth, the life, the only way to the Father. And Jesus only do the things the Father wills and does and says, as he says it. She came up at the crowd behind him and touched his cloak, for she thought, if I just touch his garments, I will get well. We got to touch the word of God. We got to touch the Word of God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was of God, and the Word was God. He was beginning with God. All things come into being through Him, and apart from Him, nothing came into being 
that has come into being. We've got to touch the word of God. Now she touched the hem of the garment. I've heard different stories about what that meant on a on a priest or meant on, on, on Jesus. But the same thing means we've got to touch the word. We had we talked about a story before. If only you say the word, then we'll all be healed. Well, Jesus is the word, right? That's what John was saying right here. Jesus is the word that became flesh. All we have to do is touch the word. We can't touch his garment. He's not here. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father right now. In his physical body, even at that, he rose not just spiritually, but he rose physically, spirit, soul, and body, and now sits at the right hand of the Father. So we can't touch him physically, but we got to touch his word because he left his word behind for us to touch, to take in. God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers and the prophets in many portions and in many ways, in these last days has spoken to us in his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things through him, also he made the world. And he is the radiance of his glory and exact reputation of his representation of his nature and upholds all things by the word of his power when he made a purification of sins he sat down at the right hand of majesty of high so in these last days he's spoken to us through his son and upholds all things by the word of his power uphold all things by the word of his power is that what we need is his word to uphold our health to uphold these bodies uphold us so we can do the work of the ministry so we can live this full life and preach the gospel to every soul to every ear that has that can hear excuse me psalms 107 20 he sent his word and healed them well jesus is that word that that god sent and healed them and delivered them from destruction uh, matthew 8 16 when Ethan came, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word. He cast out the spirits, how? With the word, and healed all who were ill. We need the word of God. We can speak the word of God. We touch the word of God by touching it, hearing it, seeing it, and speaking out of our own mouth. And it goes on to say, you see the crowd pressing in on you, and you say, who touched me? Now this is, this is yeah, this is powerful. We've got to press in. You see the crowd pressing in on you, and you say, who touched me? The crowd is like sardines are walking. They're going somewhere. Remember, they're headed to Jarius' uh, house, whatever, to save a 12-year-old girl from dying. And, and so they got to press in. So this woman, one, she's labeled untouchable by society because she has an issue of blood. She's in a man's world. She had to break Levitical law just to get close because you're supposed to be outside the camp when you have blood issues. Is your life just so? Is your life just too crowded to press in the word? She had to press through all these people to get there. What about your life? The scripture says that the cares of this world nullify the you know uh, uh, the power of God in our life because the cares of this world put out the word of God. And so we got to press through. We got to press through. We're doing too many other things. We need to sit at the feet of Jesus more and more so we can receive for Him. So then, so it will not be taken. And if your life is just too crowded like mine has been, and I've been reducing my, the, you know, the crowdness in my life for years, and, every, and I'm still seeing more to be crowded. In fact, the closer you want to get Jesus, the more you're going to have to push out things that really are crowding out Jesus. And many times we don't have healing because we've crowded out Jesus even by good things. We've even crowded out Jesus because of taking care of our family. We do need to keep our family. We shouldn't forsake them, but we've got to find out how to rightly cut and divide our time like the Word of God so we can find the time to be of Jesus to be healed so we can be a greater and more benefit to those around us. So do you believe you have to ask something that God already said is yours? Do you believe you still have to ask for something? That stops a lot of people. This woman didn't ask for it. This woman took it. She didn't stop and say, well, you heal me. Can you heal me? She went in there and took it. And we're going to talk more about this here in a second. Are all the voices around you discouraging you? There was a lot of loud noise. They weren't all going, keeping their mouths shut. 
It was a lot of noise. You're hearing all this stuff over here. God doesn't heal today. You know, maybe God will heal if you do this. You're not worthy to be healed. You're not faithful to heal. You don't go to church. You don't tithe. You don't do all these things. Well, all those things can be beneficial, but but you've it's by His grace and not by our works. It's discouraging you to get around the Word. It's discouraging you to get in the Bible. It's discouraging to find out the truth for yourself. Because sometimes we're afraid that the truth that we want to find is not there. I'm going to, you know, people tell us the, the, the truth is not for us. God, to heal for us. And we're afraid if we get in the Scripture, we don't find out it's true. But I'm telling you, if you get in the Scripture like I did, hours upon hours, upon days, upon days, upon weeks, upon weeks, you find about healing is real. And it is for today and for now. So do you think Jesus is too busy to give you time? Remember, Jesus is on his way to do something. Many times I see people in church, and this has happened to me, you know, there's a healing line, there's a prayer line down there, and I want somebody to agree with me about being healed. But I don't, but oh, that person's going down there, or that person, or, or that person, you know, and uh, I want this person to pray for me, and not that person. That person doesn't have enough, you know, faith, or that person doesn't have enough anointing. You know, all stupid stuff like that. But I'm telling you, many times, you know, we let, we think people are too busy. We think God is too busy to heal us. Do you think the call on the elders is the only way to be healed? Talks about in James, if you're sick, you know, call for the elders and, and they'll lay hands and anoint oil, oil, lay hands on you and, and heal. And if you have any sin, you'll be forgiven. Do you think that's the only way to be healed? There was a time that, you know, every church had a big old thing, gallon of olive oil, and you had a healing ministry. Everybody had to be under, uh, under oil. There's nothing wrong with that. I believe we, sh we should have some oil. But do you, do you think that's the only way for you to be healed? Right here, we see a woman who just took it. Now, here's the big thing. Number four, take your healing. Jesus did not see this healing coming. Jesus only did what he saw his father do. He only said what he heard his father say. But Jesus did not see this doing, this coming. Who touched me? Jesus said, and the, and the disciples going, what are you talking about? You see the crowd pressing on you. Who say you touched me? And no, paraphrase, everybody touched you. But Jesus says, no, something's gone out from me. Jesus is 100% God and 100% man. That's been a foundation of the of the of Christianity, you know, since the founding father, since since you know, the disciples. There's some people that want to blow that apart. Said no, Jesus is God, and other people said, well, Jesus is not God; he's only man. Well, Jesus is 100% God. Jesus was with God from the from the beginning, of without end. I mean, well, he's, Jesus was, didn't have a beginning. Jesus was always with God. Jesus was a person, a being with God, a son of God. For God so loved the world, gave his only begotten son. Jesus wasn't born. He was born as a man, but he was alive with, with God before he was even born. He's 100% God. But when Jesus came down to here, he gave up those godly attributes. He gave up his omnipresence. He, to, be in one, to be stuck in a body, he gave up his uh, you know, omniscience to be all powerful. He gave up his omnipresence to be Oh, I just said that all where <laughs> gave us omniscience to know everything. He completely 100% depended on the Holy Spirit to lead and guide him. And the Holy Spirit said nothing about this woman coming. Nothing. He had, so Jesus was acting like a man, but still 100% God. And this woman just came in and took it. She took her healing. And you and I can do the same thing. God is not holding us back. God is not saying you need to do things a certain way to get this healing. Jump through these hoops. Jump over this flame. Do all these things. You know, take it. Get into the word. Grab hold of the word and take your healing. Take your healing today. It is yours. It has been paid for by the blood of Jesus. MyDearBrother.com and MyDearSister.com. Be healed today.